welcome to episode three of Talking Transport. It is, of course, the AOTPM podcast. Today, I'm joined by Cassie Min, John Bryce, and Arash Fatimi, and my name is Tim Boxall. Whenever we have new guests on the show, we always like to ask them how they got interested in transport. So, Cassie, why don't you start off by just talking about your journey in transport so far? Thanks, Tim. So, I got interested in transport mainly when I went on exchange a couple of years ago. Um, I went on exchange to Copenhagen in Denmark, and as some of you may know, um, Copenhagen is a very big cycling city. So a lot of people cycle and a lot of people take public transport. So when I came back to Melbourne, I was really interested in our public transport system and doing engineering and a lot of transport subjects. Um, That's sort of what made me want to kind of be more involved in Melbourne's transport system and the progression in the later years. Yeah, totally. I think that happens for a lot of people as they sort of go either on exchange or they go on holidays and they see another country, another city, how they do transport and get inspired um, back back at home. Um, John, how did your journey in transport get started? Yeah, so my journey is pretty similar to Cassie's actually. Um, I went to Istanbul on exchange a couple of years ago and it's a city known for its bad public transport and traffic. Um, It's not unusual to be on a bus and move 100 metres in an hour. Um, So when I got back to Melbourne, I I kind of, you could see Melbourne getting busier and busier and and could see it go in the way of Istanbul. So I kind of wanted to get involved and try to prevent that if if possible. Yeah, uh, Arash, was your journey through transport uh, pretty similar? Uh, Well, Tim, uh, I think my story and how I was attracted to transport engineering uh, comes from when I started working at a construction consultancy back in 2016 after I completed my bachelor's degree in civil engineering. Uh, There I was involved in the design of multi-story buildings and, you know, uh, the structural engineering is a bit static and passive in nature. And um, I realized that uh, it wasn't a lifetime career for me. So I switched to transport engineering, which is all about movement, people and interaction between them. Yeah, and I think that's sort of, I mean, I think I've said this before, but I sort of got into transport too, went in to do civil engineering, uh, wanted to do structurals, didn't like it that much, and uh, found transport, thought it was pretty cool, and here I am. So the reason we've got you on today's show is to talk about the ITE Student Leadership Summit. So why don't, um, I'm just going to throw it open to you guys, and you can tell, tell us, tell me about what the ITE is, what the Student Leadership Summit does, and just a brief rundown of that whole event. Yeah, of course. So ITE stands for the Institute of Transportation Engineers. In Australia and New Zealand, they often hold transport-related seminars in Melbourne and in other places around Australia and New Zealand. And this year, ITE held their first Student Leadership Summit, which is a day-long conference um, that includes keynote speakers discussing um, current issues about transport, Yes, I'll just elaborate a bit further on that, um, on the Student Leadership Summit. So there are about 15 of us on the committee um, and all of us were students uh, focused on organising the event. So it really was an event organised by students for students and we tried to incorporate as many aspects that we thought students would be interested in, so such as activities and interesting guest speakers who we thought people might enjoy. Um, and yeah, as Cassie said, it was an all-day event, quite intensive, starting at 10 a.m. and going all the way till 10 at night. Um, with the later portion of it being the traffic ball, which is a pub-style trivia, um, and that was really quite fun. 
Yeah, uh, I get. I like those types of events that you know for students, by students, where it's really run by the people that are going to get the most out of those types of events. Uh, Rash, did you have anything to add about the Student Leadership yeah, Summit? Yeah, I think the emphasis, uh, as John mentioned, was uh, on students. And uh, yes, yeah, students had the opportunity to uh, really uh, show their uh, uh, desire to for uh, transport engineering and uh, really uh, understand what's, uh, what is being dealt with in uh, transport engineering. Yeah, and that's that's really important. I think obviously the the students and the young professionals in the industry we are going to be the future moving forward. So it's important that uh, we're able to build up our skills as early in our careers as possible. I just want to elaborate a little bit more. Friend of the show, Laura Aston, has mentioned you know you're on this the committee. So I guess I just want to explore a little bit more about what your role is currently within ITE and the student leadership. Uh, yeah. Uh, I actually was responsible for the design of web page and uh, also helped with the coordination of volunteers in the SLS committee. Uh, right now, I'm a webmaster of IT, and uh, yeah, it's absolutely great. I uh, I really like uh, web design, and I have a passion for uh, transport engineering. And being uh, the webmaster, I get to manage transport-related contents. And above all that, it's been a really huge experience uh, opportunity. And I learned a lot thanks to Laura, Nick, and David. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds really good. It's very, I like, it's like AOTPM. It's about giving back to the industry that has given us so much. Um, Cassie and John, did you have any particular roles at the Student Leadership Summit? Um, yes, yeah, so I was a member of the organizing committee. Um, I mainly focused on project management aspects of the of the event. Um, for me, the big thing, big takeaway from that was the level of autonomy that ITA gave us to deal and to structure the event how we wanted. Um, I was managing meetings, organizing them. Um, people were booking events and caterers and reaching out to guest speakers all on their own. Um, also, part of my role was to organize the international representatives where we had seven people come from all around Australia to participate in the, in the event and to hopefully go back to their state and work with ITE to broaden their reach around the country. So mainly just around the responsibility given to us students, which I found great. Yeah, no, it's really good when, as, as you explained before, it is when the event is for students and run by students, it's going to be more targeted and specifically address the issues that are important to us. Uh, I guess... We'll move on a little bit and just talk a little bit about like the outcomes of the Student Leadership Summit and sort of what were the main take-home messages you got from attending the Student Leadership Summit. Um, so I guess we'll start, start off with you, Cassie. Yeah, sure. So um, when I went to the uh, Student Leadership Summit, so I went as a participant um, and I um, found that it was really, really great to meet like-minded students from different universities um, and different disciplines as well. It was really good to hear from professionals talk about their career paths um, from when they were in university to how they've, uh, where they are now and what projects they've been working on and what they think the future of transport in Australia could look like. So I think when after being part of the Leadership Summit, I felt like I knew a lot more about the current issues in transport in Australia and it also made me more passionate about wanting to pursue a career in transport. 
Yeah, that's really good. John, did you have similar outcomes? Um, a little bit different as I didn't exactly attend the event. I was kind of behind the scenes working throughout the day. Yep. And some of that involved um, occup- not occupying, but entertaining our guest speakers before they went on to speak. So I was having good conversations with them about yeah how they got to their, their role and where they see the industry going and they gave me a lot of good advice. Um, so it's good to be able to have a bit of a relationship, uh, to build a bit of a relationship with them prior to them actually speaking and then to be able to listen to them present was also quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, Arash, how about you? Did you get similar things out of the conference that you've been able to take yes. back into your studies uh, and future work? As Cassie yes. mentioned, the theme of the conference uh, was about the future of transport in Australia. And uh, when one of our keynote speaker, uh, I think it was uh, Anita Kernel, uh, she was talking about the uh, imp- how uh, antibiotic uh, uh, persistence can actually reduce the patronage of uh, public transport. And uh, it made me realize that uh, how broad can uh, the transport engineering be. And it's all about, I think, the, having a broad knowledge and holistic view uh, over the issues. So it's not... Uh, when you're dealing with problems in, I think, in uh, transport engineering and uh, similar scopes, you have to think outside of the, outside of the box. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's what transport's all about. It's We've got that multifaceted approach. There's the traffic engineering, the transport planning, and institutes like ITE and like AITPM are all about bringing it back together into a co- cohesive product, I guess. Uh, we're going to take a little break, uh, but we'll be back very soon. I'd just like to quickly acknowledge uh, the wonderful sponsors of AOTPM. We have our Platinum National Sponsors, WSP and Traffic, as well as our national sponsors, Cardno, VLC, SMEC, Matrix, and Connexus Transport Advisory. If you're interested in any sponsorship opportunities with AOTPM, including this podcast, please visit www.aotpm.com.au. Okay, and we're back with the show. We're here chatting with Cassie, John, and Arash, who all attended the Institute of Traffic Engineers Student Leadership Summit that was held recently in Melbourne. And we've been talking about how that was uh, an event for students, by, run by students, and also the messages and the key take-home thoughts that came from that uh, session. I guess what I want to talk about now is how, as an institute of AOTPM, how we can maybe take some of the learnings. So in recent times, we've tried to integrate our young professional network more into the conference. Obviously, in the Perth conference this year, uh, the young professional network ran the final session, which is a, a very good session for everyone that was over there. So I guess I just wanted to put it put put it out there and um, we'll have a little bit of a discussion maybe about how your learnings from the Student Leadership Summit can be applied back to some of the activities that AOTPM does. Yeah, well, one of the things I found that really worked was the, the activity. We had a a two to three hour activity in association with Vincidity, our major sponsor. And I feel like students really got engaged um, in that activity. Um, so I think if AITPM are focused on student engagement, I think those sorts of events are really attractive. Yeah. And uh, the events we already run with our young professionals, uh, we try and make them a bit more interactive. So obviously the yeah. Perth session was about designing a transport system for specific land uses. Here in Brisbane, we had our Young Professional Network organise a very similar event that we had on Wednesday night. And I think sometimes even the non-young professionals, the people that have been in the industry for a while, I think 
appreciate a bit of an interactive activity at some at some points as well. So obviously, definitely moving forwards, the young professionals are always trying to get more involved in the conference and provide more opportunities for students and graduates that are just just out into the industry. Uh, Arash, did you have anything to add about what how AITPM might be able to integrate some of the learnings of the Student Leadership Summit? I think if we uh, get students to think about uh, the tools and knowledge they need to deal with uh, issues in transport engineering, uh, it can give them a good sense of what they need to actually learn in their studies and really uh, think about the issues in the real world, not uh, just university. Yeah, I think that's the big thing is there's often a disconnect between what we learn at uni and then what happens in the industry. And the only way that to get the experience and to build up and to uh, have an application for your knowledge is just through work experience and attending events that AITPM and the ITE offer. Um, so very quickly now, Laura mentioned that uh, you're all studying at Monash and that Monash are looking at getting more involved in AITPM. So just wondering whether you had any insights on that. Yeah, so at the moment um, at Monash, we have a student society called Transport Engineers at Monash. Mm-hmm. And so this society is um, mainly for undergraduate or postgraduate students who are interested in transport. Um, at the moment, we hold events, um, social events, as well as um, industry events, such as lunchtime talks, um, as well as a mentoring program. And I think um, if AITPM would want to get more involved uh, with Monash, it would be really fantastic if if people are interested in um, being a mentor in the mentoring program or talking um, at these lunchtime talks, our students at Monash would be really, really grateful. Yeah, and that's something I think that AITPM, we always try and work towards is working with universities. Uh, obviously, this year over in Perth, they had the uh, Western Australia Student Prizes where members of university students could attend the conference for free. And I think that was a very, that was a really good way to get the students integrated and involved uh, with the conference as well, because sometimes there is the price barrier being a student and attending the conference and obviously getting time away from uni and missing lectures and whatnot. Um, so I think we've that's had a very good discussion today about the ITE and the Student Leadership Summit. Um, leading just a couple of AATPM news-related items. Uh, Conference abstracts are closing very soon. They're closing on Friday the 16th of November. So if you'd like to submit an abstract for the conference, just head to aatpm.com.au. Once again, there'll be three major streams at the conference. So there's traffic engineering and management, transport planning, and also transport modelling. So if you're interested in any of those and you've got a cool project you're working on, I'd encourage you to submit an abstract for the conference. The 2019 conference is being held in Adelaide. And also submissions for the New Zealand Tour Award have opened and they are closing on the 16th of January next year. So you've got a little bit of time to get those submissions in. But again, I'd encourage everyone to um, submit an abstract and apply for the New Zealand Award. And coming up soon as well, of particular interest to the students, uh, early next year, the applications for the Young Professionals Award will be open again and the winners of each state get to attend the conference for free um, and network with everyone at the conference, the AATPM conference 2019 in Adelaide. So I'd encourage students and young graduates that have just finished uni to apply for that award when it opens next year. That just about brings us to the end of the show. Before we go, I would encourage everyone to uh, subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. Um, If you like what we're doing, leave us a review any feedback, head to aatpm.com.au and uh, all the contact details are there. 
also search for AATPM on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash AATPM66. Uh, and most of the content is on both Facebook and LinkedIn, duplicated content. So uh, very quickly, just thank you to Cassie, John, and Arash for joining me today. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Tim. No problem. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time on Talking Transport.